Hello, 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 hello. Happy Friday, goddamn. It is Emily Rose. You're listening to Who the Fuck Knows with Emily Rose. And today is a special and very sad day because last night was the series finale premiere. Is that a thing? Series finale premiere? Well, that's what it was of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And I have to come on the mic and talk a little bit about it. Well, that was my plan. And then I watched the episode. And quite frankly, the episode was kind of boring. (laughs) I didn't really... I was watching it and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about because I can't talk about, you know, the ins and outs of a Malibu beach house during COVID. I just can't talk about that for an extended amount of time. So instead of completely recapping the episode, I kind of just want to theorize about what's going to happen. Now, you need to know, if you don't know, you need to know that the Kardashians are particularly infamous for revealing shit on their show. They are very good at keeping things out of the media. For the most part, 2015 was kind of a wild time for them. But for the most part, they have cornered the market on keeping information out of the tabloids and and exposing themselves themselves. That is something that they do. That is how Kylie was able to have a completely secret pregnancy. It's it's really insane, honestly, considering you look at things like Vanderpump Rules, where every other day, uh, Jax will tweet and that'll get news coverage, which I guess is okay, because that's how that show gets more viewers. But the Kardashians don't need that. And the way that they garner viewers is by keeping their audience locked into their show. This show has been extremely successful. So last night I was watching, and so Chloe is trying to get pregnant again, and I don't care about her relationship with Tristan. I care deeply for Chloe, but it is just much like Cardi and Offset, like it's not my place to say whether or not she should be with him anymore. Now, I don't feel this way about everybody, but there are certain celebrities where I'm like, you know, they've been through enough. And if they want if they want to live their life and choose their partner and choose who they want to have kids with, that is on them, Jesus. That is not my, that is not my place. I wish Chloe all the best. I hope that she is incredibly happy. So I don't really think that that's like an interesting storyline. I think she's a great mom, so she should have another kid. And if that's how she wants to do it, that's her business. It's not mine. What was more interesting to me was here we go with this weird Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and keeping up with the Kardashian intersection. It's not that weird. It's not that weird, okay? I'm saying it's weird because everything has been happening so happening, excuse me, so strategically lately that it's hard to ignore. It's hard to ignore that Rena, Jesus, her daughter is is alleged to have been dating Scott. And last night's storyline was about how he's no longer dating Sophia Ritchie. Sophia Ritchie, Nicole Ritchie's sister, Paris Hilton's infamous ex-best friend, 
Kim Kardashian, another ex-best friend of Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton, the niece of the OG of Beverly Hills, Kyle Richards. So they intersect, but I never got into Bravo. That's not true. Actually, Beverly Hills was one of the first Real Housewives I started watching. But I did not put Real Housewives anywhere near the same category as Keeping Up with the Kardashians, which I think is fair because I don't think that the Kardashians are touchable when it comes to how they've been able to monetize their show. And part of it is because they keep their shit out of the tabloids. And if you want to know shit, you got to tune into the damn show. Well, Beverly Hills, all the housewives, they are totally different. There's a whole community. There's like another show going on outside of the show that you have to be engaged in to know what's going on in the show. That's a lot of me saying the show. And I hope you guys were able to keep up. (laughs) So Scott Disick in last night's episode is talking about how he's going to break up with, or that he and Sophia broke up. In real life, in real time right now, he and Rinna's daughter, Amelia Gray, which love the double name. I have to say I'm a big fan of the double name. So in real time, that's the rumor. And I think, because Rinna's of this mindset, Rinna, Lisa Rinna, if you're not familiar, has been good friends with Kris Jenner, as long as the day is, as as long as, shit, they've been friends forever, okay, shit. So I think that Rinna picked up a lot of tips from Chris and tried to bring it to Beverly Hills, and the concepts really didn't mesh because the whole creating storylines and drama and playing, uh, not knowing the wiser and all these things that Lisa does is very similar to how Chris acts on her show. The difference is that Chris is in complete control of her family and Rinna doesn't have as much control over the cast of Beverly Hills. So here we are. We got Scott allegedly dating Amelia Gray. But then last night's episode I just ha- I just I was wa- I was watching the the teaser trailer very carefully. I was watching the opening credits very carefully. I was watching the on the final season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I was watching that very carefully and I think Scott's going to propose to Courtney. I think Scott Disick and Courtney Kardashian are about to get married and I think that all of this weird shit with Amelia Gray is cross promotion to get people interested in coming back to Beverly Hills because it's been a disaster for a couple of years. And also to divert viewers from thinking that Scott would propose to Courtney. That's what I think is going on. Now, the Sophia Richie thing, you know, there's no direct link between him and her and another show. There's just the direct link between him, her, Nicole, and Paris, and her aunts, and now Mother who is joining Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So I'm thinking that's going to be a big thing. And when I tell you guys, I was bawling. Just at the thought, I was tearing up. I was like, finally, they're going to get married. And I know it could not be a more toxic relationship. You cannot. It's very difficult to find two individuals who are more toxic to one another But listen, they keep making babies. They might as well be together, in my opinion. If you're going to keep doing it, 
I don't know. Might as well be together. And it does it does direct to Chloe because she has this this concept now having been, you know, watching her sister for so many years. She has a concept of, huh, you know, maybe you don't have to be married and married doesn't always make it better. Married doesn't mean that the family is going to thrive anymore. Maybe that's where she's coming from. And then we have Kim. And I actually really can't even talk about Kim and Kanye without getting not like cry emotional, but just like passionate. And I don't feel like going there today. It's too much. I'm also, I guess I can comment. Kim's busy. Kim's got a lot going on. She's in law school. We're watching her be in law school. That's kind of interesting, I guess. I can't say that like, I I want people to just be happy for her. That's what I want. She's she's making a shit ton of money and she's doing something that could be helpful in the future. I don't I don't I don't know. There's I don't have enough time for that. Now, okay. What's weird about that? So we got the finale of the season or the series. We have the finale of the series and then even the rich has been doing a really interesting thing where they had a Paris Hilton series And then they had a Keeping Up with the Kardashians series. And then Spectacle, which is a new podcast about reality TV, just did a whole thing on a whole episode on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And it's really similar to what some podcasts are doing for Paris Hilton right now, kind of trying to frame controversy or rewrite the controversy to be beneficial, which is really not at all new to the Kardashians at all. So I wonder how much input they have because they really, to me, don't, even the rich, doesn't critique the allegations of appropriation of black culture that the Kardashians have. I don't think that they critique it enough, in my opinion. And I I know they can't spend 17 episodes on it, but it's kind of like, oh, well, they did all of this horrible shit, but now look at Kim. And there's some merit to that, I think. But I think it's a deeper conversation than just, you know, Kim also needs to come out and say, I've done some problematic shit, and this is how I'm educating myself. And for whatever reason, she hasn't done that, and neither has the rest of the family. Then you get into the conversation of what do they owe? How much of an explanation do these people really owe us? Well, in Tristan and and Chloe's case, I don't think that they owe us jack shit. I don't need to know Chloe's journey. We watched Chloe have an entire relationship bloom and fall apart and crash and burn and actually almost die. I've seen that from her. I don't know how healthy it would be for her to do that again. So I don't need her to walk us through Girl, he cheated on you. He cheated on his last girl. He got with you. You thought you were different. You weren't. You were pissed. He realized he's an idiot. You guys got back together. Then you were like, no, it's not good for my image to stay with the guy who's fucking with me. And so, like, whatever. Who cares? Do what you want to do. If you're happy. Um, Scott and Courtney. Scott needs... I believe that we are supposed to assume that those relationships with these uh, 18-year-old girls are bullshit. 
because he does kind of owe us an explanation. And I'm hoping that through the show, if my theory that he is going to propose to Courtney is correct, um, I think that we do need an explanation one day as to what the fuck that was all about. Because it's kind of, I mean, it's it's inappropriate. It's not kind of anything. It's for sure inappropriate and creepy. And I, I just, I don't like the whole Amelia Gray thing. I didn't like Sophia Ritchie either, but it's just all really odd. It's all odd. We need We need an explanation from Courtney too. Like, why do you keep hanging out with girls that are like 25 and younger when you're like, you know, she's creeping up to 50, all right? I'm not saying there's anything wrong with young women hanging out with older women. It's just there's some weird shit going on with the two of them that I actually do need an explanation. I need an explanation of that more than I need from Chloe and Tristan um, about their business. I need to know how Corey Gamble is staying around this man. There's no way that he and Chris are still fucking right like they, they're not real. I don't know why this man is in these people's lives. I don't see, I've never seen a couple more uninterested in each other. He could not be a less interesting character. He he is the least interesting to look at. How about that, Kim? Corey Gamble is the least interesting to look at. He really doesn't add anything to the show. And from what I understand, he's not like some sort of marketing genius. He's not some sort of... He is an entrepreneur, but he's uh, he's just like a regular ass guy who does very well for himself. And it just seems like what the fuck is Chris? What is the point of keeping him around? No one does anybody really expect Chris Jenner to be married or to do anything other than manage her damn family. I don't. I don't expect that from her. So what I need is an explanation on how the fuck this man has stayed around for so long. The next thing I probably want an explanation of is Kendall, Kendall Jenner. Frankly, I need an explanation for her entire social life and I don't need her to justify it. I need her to like invite me to some shit. okay? because also breaking news in the Kardashian Jenner world, Kylie on Wednesday uploaded a new drunk get ready video with Kendall. And those are so fun. (laughs) <laughs> you guys will probably find out very quickly that I, um, while critical, am a fan of this family. Um, I actually like to call myself a reformed Kardashian stan because I have had to reform a lot of the ways that I think about them in regards to how problematic and uh, upsetting they've been to the black community and to the Asian community and to a lot of people just generally, women, uh, so I've, I've had to reform my thoughts, but I still, I'm not going to lie to you. I still watch the show and I still have a lot to say. Anyway, so I really need Kendall to invite me. I want to hang out with her and her friends. And so like she got drunk with Kylie on Drunk Get Ready, the YouTube video. And when I tell you guys, this girl parties, okay? And you guys are going to hear some more uh, pieces from me, more podcasts from me about early aughts youth culture. And I think Kendall would have been a shoo-in. And I want to be careful about uh, allegations about the types of partying that people are doing. But but Kendall, girl, y- y'all know Kendall. She, she, she hits the slopes. 
She hits the slopes. She drinks. She smokes pot for sure. She said that before. I just like really want to hang out with her and her friends. And she doesn't have to talk to me or anything, but I just kind of like want to be in the know because I feel like she conducts one of those like Paris Lindsay types of party lifestyles that I tried to duplicate for years and just couldn't get the hang of it. Um, So I really want an explanation of that, but that's more like an invitation, not an explanation. That's all on that. Uh, I really don't, I, I'm good on Kylie. Kylie, shit, she lets you know. She goes on her YouTube, she lets you know on the Instagram, she posts shit. She, she's doing the best that, that I could ask from a very famous, young, wealthy, white woman. She is doing the bare minimum, and hey, I don't really have any more questions. She's, it's very clear. The surgeries are very clear. The enhancements, the extensions, like that's all clear. So I don't really have any questions on that. And then I guess that really just leaves, I have no questions for Caitlin. I guess that really just leaves Kim. And I think as a viewer, genuinely, I think that that's a box best left unopened. I think that that's one of those like collectible Barbies that needs to stay on the shelf forever. And every year you're like, why can't I play with her? And it'll be like, oh, well, it'll be worth a million dollars in 40 years. And it never is. But I really don't. I don't think that the public needs to know. Because I think that whatever was going on there with Kim and her marriage and the kids. It, 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 I think it's probably darker than any of us really want to know. I think it's more personal than any of us really want to know. And I just, I don't really need her to explain it to me. Similar to with Chloe, whereas with Chloe, I think that she did her time. I don't know that I would consider Chris Humphreys and that disaster of a situation. I don't know that I would consider that Kim, you know, really going through it on camera. I mean, the the robbery was a lot. That was a lot as a consumer because then you're left wondering, you you have to listen to this woman like relive a trauma on television and then listen to a bunch of people talk about whether or not it was real. And that's good. I'm good on that. Like that's exhausting. So I guess in the same vein, I really don't need to know about what went on with Kanye. And I believe that they will tell us one day. I don't know that the show is where I need to hear it from. Which leads me to my question, what are they going to do now? Well, they're going to do everything. They're still going to be around. The only thing, follow me, the only thing that I do not think is going to happen, which is one of the biggest rumors, is I do not think Kris Jenner is going to join Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Why would she do that? She does not live there. She does not have time for that. Unless, I'm wondering if they're going to all be really uncomfortable not being filmed all the time. Because, like, after 14 years, you get used to a certain routine, and that might be really weird for them to adjust. I I bet it will be very strange for them to adjust to. But for Chris... To join Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I mean, she's just above that. And then it would just, what do we, we don't need, we don't need to see the tropes of 
Beverly Hills of the Real Housewives franchise played out via the Kardashians because we we already know. They set the script, damn it. Every single one of the girls on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, the women, sorry, their daughters, this is the same in New Jersey, the shit happens on New York, it, I believe also, no, it didn't happen on OC, but it's happening on Salt Lake City. The story of the families is the children expanding their brands. What the fuck could Real Housewives of Beverly Hills tell us about the Kardashian-Jenner brands that we don't already damn know? Nothing. We saw Amelia Gray and Delilah Bell become supermodels in comparison to Kendall. And so I, I really just don't think... And, and the, the Hadids in comparison to Kendall and Kylie and their relationships. These women, the Kardashian-Jenner family, put everybody on, okay? They put everybody on. So I don't think that we really need anything from that, unless we just want to see Kris Jenner just drunk and starting drama with women her age and people that she's not related to. I guess that would be kind of entertaining, but it's also kind of like we kind of see that too. Maybe she and Faye Resnick, the morally corrupt, could come together and make a really deplorable storyline about OJ or something. Maybe that could happen. But I don't think I don't think Chris would ever do that because I genuinely think she and Nicole were friends. And I don't think she would ever do that. I don't know what Faye's deal is now, Jesus. Maybe Camille Grammer's corrupted my mind, but I don't know about that. Oh my god, and I just realized I forgot the the Kardash the one Kardashian star that I haven't spoken about is damn Rob. Again, another one well, okay. Actually, this is something that I want to know. Another thing that's totally not my business. But I wonder if he's ever going to like realistically come out and say what the fuck was happening at that house for two years when he lived with Chloe and Lamar. Because I'm curious, if I'm going to be honest with you guys, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious what the fuck happened, because whenever he talked about it in seasons following, it was a real bummer. It sounded like some really dark shit was going on. And then he like struggled with his weight and struggled with his identity and struggled with his role, his job of being, you know, on this show. And I've always wondered, like, what was really going on in that house? But then... That would then, you know, incite Chloe or imply Chloe in, in some bullshit. And I, again, I hope that girl never has to live through that shit. That sounds so terrible. And people are so mean. And social media is so mean. And, and there are a lot of things that we can come at the Kardashians for, like the appropriation of black culture, insensitivity to black culture, insensitivity to feedback and backlash and critique of black men and women telling them that they are not being appropriate. But we cannot come at Chloe for that whole thing, the darkness that went on with Lamar. Like, I don't know that she necessarily, I mean, I'm not saying about what she actually did, or I'm just saying, like, can we leave her alone? Let's leave her alone about that. I even feel like maybe it's a fair maybe it's a fair critique about how she came into Tristan's life in the first place. Maybe that's fair, but I feel like with the Lamar shit, 
I just can't imagine being in the position that she was in and the the kind of shit that people were saying and trying to imply her in when it came to Lamar's struggles is like really fucked up. And then the like the way that people reacted to her still being in his life when he came back to life because he did like technically die. And when he was revived and how she handled it and people having a lot to say. And I just don't think it's really anyone's business except for his and his family and her and her family. That's how I feel about Chloe. So I don't think maybe I guess one day we'll know. Rob will write a tell all. Okay, people, Rob is going to bring the family down and they kind of deserve it. They've treated him like shit. Listen, I know that I sound like a Rob, uh, what is it, sympathizer right now. And is it because everyone says I'm the Rob of my friend group? Yes, it is. But it's also because they were really mean to him. And Kim was super mean to him. So he's probably going to bring the family down, but I don't think that that'll be a storyline for this final season. Okay, well, one more thing. Before I go, did anybody watch Lisa Vanderpump's Overserved? Another fun Beverly Hills intertwining with Kardashians thing. Um, Lisa Vanderpump, who was the star of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills before she, before her untimely exit, um, I guess has a new talk show type thing where Everybody just gets weight. It's basically Vanderpump Rules except with adults and people that actually are famous. That's basically it. And she just goes to different places and gets her friends wasted and then they just do corny shit. And I I was entertained. I didn't like, I wasn't glued to the television. I was doing other shit. I was on Instagram, but I was entertained enough to say, I'll watch the next episode. I'll watch the next episode. And Lance Bass's husband, Jesus, child, he was, he was on a couple, he was on a couple last night, Lord. But overall, I would say I'd watch it again. We'll see, we'll see. I want to want, I want to know what the angle is, because this is not like a overserved is not the next VPR. Overserved is not the next um, whatever Chris Jenner's talk show was called or cocktails with chloe it's not the it's nothing like that it's very well produced i feel like lisa is planning a comeback and to that i say yes come back and you all will find out all of my opinions on the inclusion of one kathy hilton into the real housewives of beverly hills cast this season you all will hear about that soon enough but for now I just want to know who the fuck knows. What do you know? Who thinks about the new and final season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians? You guys let me know. Follow me on Instagram at Emily Agogo, and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Tell me what you